0: Hello and welcome to Cinephiles Radio. I'm your host, Steve Pisa. Thank you so much for joining us today. I so appreciate all of you being here. I shut off the music because, you know, I have some weird, morbid news. But, you know, we're waiting for Amy Johnston to join us today. I I can't wait to listen to her story about her career. We know each other simply because Bat in the Sun. She's done incredible work with them. She did incredible movies. We can't wait to talk to her. But I want to talk to you about the coronavirus real fast because, you know, as much as I like to keep this show in a a bubble, it's been impossible to do that. And a friend of mine just had one of his friends just pass away in the ocean. And it's one of those things that remind you that It's not just the coronavirus that can take you away. It's a lot of things that can take you away. The coronavirus, getting hit by a car, slipping away by the ocean, a lot of things can take you away. I want you to remember that. Be happy with the life that you have. Be happy with the family that you have. Be grateful for your surroundings. I'm sure he was. He was protective over his son in the ocean and his uh, son made it through and he did not. Got caught in a riptide. Life is just precious. Life is just precious God bless him God bless his family hope they're doing well We're just waiting for Amy Johnson to call in How have all you guys been doing? Have you guys been doing well? What have you been watching? Give us a call I've been watching The Good Place A lot of The Good Place I've been waiting also to, to watch some community But we're on season I believe five So it's been a long time Waiting right there Season five has been a little You know sketchy Waiting for new movies to come out. Netflix has gotten so many new movies that came out. It's impossible for me to give you any good reviews right now. But soon, very soon, I'll give you some reviews. What have you been watching? Watching any good movies? I just finished uh, Shira. Yeah, Shira, I really enjoyed that show. Oh, the last episode made me made me tear up. Loved it. I think there might be one more, one more season going through. I see Amy's here. Let's let's bring her on in a second. But now that I have you guys on the line, now that we have a a nice big audience Give us a call 515 602 9609 Let's give Amy the big clap track and see how she's doing
1: All right Hello Hey Amy
2: Hi! Nice
1: back.
0: <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Are you Are you on speakerphone?
2: No. Can you not
0: hear me very well? You're You're kind of out of there. So you know in in okay. recording, listening back. Yeah, you might be not be able to hear us quite all that well.
2: Okay. How's this? Is this better?
0: That is so much better.
2: All right. Took my headphones off. All right, here we go.
0: <laughs> how are you doing? And before we get started, how are you and your family doing during the pandemic?
2: Thank you. Always a great question, huh? Um, I'm I'm yeah. doing pretty well. Some days are better than others, you know, for all of us, I'm sure. Trying to maintain sanity through keeping myself busy with as many things as I can think about. I've gone <laughs> through lots of photo albums and <laughs> just... Um, <laughs> Just doing everything I can, you know, but uh, doing well. We're we're healthy. Thank you. How are you and yours?
0: We're doing well. You know, it's the same thing. You know, it's a little bit of claustrophobia, but, you know, it's, it's you know, I think I can handle a, you know, being a, a astronaut. You know, how do you think you can handle being an astronaut considering what it's like Gosh. in this, this life Honestly. right now?
2: Yeah, I um I can't even imagine being an astronaut. I can barely make it uh just being in my house right now. I am somebody who doesn't feel like themselves unless they're being active. So I need yeah. to go like run around and get some air and um it's yeah, I could not imagine that. Definitely not a job for me.
0: Well, you grew up in a in a gigantic wide area which is Wyoming. Uh, what was it like I growing did. up in Wyoming? Yeah, what it was like growing up in Wyoming? Because that's that's the place. Well, first of all, that's where the the uh, the, the the bomber was from. <laughs> that's number one. But it, it's where oh, a, yeah. a lot of a lot of us want to go fly fishing, or handle when the horses.
2: Honestly, it's such a beautiful place. There's more deer than people, which is just very refreshing. Lots of wildlife, right. beautiful hikes. Um, you know, some incredible mountains for outdoor activities. It's just stunning and i really do miss the kind of outdoor outdoor scene and privacy and freedom that you have in places like that
1: yeah
0: a lot of people move to wyoming like uh you know god a lot of stars move to wyoming once they're done with hollywood yeah (laughs) kanye moved to wyoming (laughs) (laughs) he did i know i don't blame him it's such a beautiful place it's very wide uh, I don't know about the deer. I didn't. I don't know about the deer. I know they had elk and what have you. But uh, yes.
1: Yeah.
2: It's yes. great elk hunting, and uh, you know, it's also one of those things that for for money purposes. You can you can buy about ten houses for the price of one house in Los Angeles. The taxes are cheaper. You know, it's just yeah. a whole different life. Yeah.
0: No, I know. I I know that much <laughs> because I actually looked into the taxes <laughs> and the ho- The house over there, it's incredible. So oh, what was? <laughs> What was it yeah. like for you being in Wyoming? What, what, you know, I I know your father was was a martial art teacher. Did was he always a martial art teacher?
2: Yeah, he was. That was kind of my existence growing up. He was a five term world kickboxing champion, and he mm. um, owned martial arts school when I was growing up, and that was really my life. Um, and living in a small town, you know, I had. My family. So my brother and I would play in the karate school all day. We would spend the night there. It was just all about martial arts. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've been teaching martial arts for over 30 years. So tell me, how would my daughter turn out? (laughs) Because when I read that, I I want to listen to you and go like, oh, my God, how would my daughter have turned out if, if she was born in a martial arts school? So tell me, how was it?
2: Wait, did you say you were? You've been teaching martial arts for thirty years.
0: Over thirty years, yeah.
2: I I didn't know that. I that. Can I yeah. just ask, like, what, what style?
0: You're the first person who's ever asked that. It's a combination of oh northern and southern Shaolin Kung Fu and Wutang Mountain Kung Fu.
2: Oh, cool. That's so interesting. Yeah. For one of my films, I know this is off topic, but. So one no. of my films, uh, Lady Blood Fight, we focused on um, styles similar to like one Wutong Mountain um, in that area. And region oh, yeah. And, and uh, so I've never, yeah, I've never heard many people, well, I haven't heard many people talk about it or train in it. So that's really cool. Good. For yeah. My, my
0: my website was com, And I don't know if you know who Sean Piccinino uh-huh. is. I, I think you do because we worked on some of the same sets I do. together. Yeah. He's a master he, in my style. Yeah. So. So I'm his huh. grandmaster, so he's okay. a master in my style. So uh, Jody Piccinino, his oh, wife, okay. is, is a black belt under my style. So, yeah, you know, um, Chen Sen huh. Feng created, cool. created uh, Tai Chi Chuan in the wu Mountains. Right. So, yeah, so right. you have Tai Chi Chuan that was created there. And the northern and su- southern Shaolin Kung Fu was the tall and the short basics of kata and fighting and what have you. So the combination makes a very vast style of kung fu of both kata and fighting and, and a real world application so what was your what was your father yeah. applied to
2: um well he he had a style called the progressive system which is master Kadam, okay. and that was a blend of different styles mainly kempo. um he was okay. a kickboxer so there was kickboxing our niece um son, so ed parker who, yeah Yes, yes, yes. You know of Ed Parker, yeah. Um, Yeah, Ed Ed
0: Parker Jr., his uh, son was on my show just recently. We've been friends for 20 years.
2: How funny. It's so, like, the martial arts world is quite small, isn't it?
0: it's very very (laughs) tiny (laughs) yeah
2: Yeah. (laughs) so uh just a a blend of a bunch of different styles that um him and his master had put together called the progressive style so it was nice to be able to kind of blend things together and learn different structures and figure out what felt best for me in a sense right
1: right
0: nice so you you grew up Mm -hmm. with that style and how did it work out for you
2: I mean, I, I don't know any other way, you know, I just grew yeah. up learning what I learned. I didn't have another martial arts instructor until, well, honestly, I never had another martial arts instructor once I came out <laughs> to Boston. I, I'm one of those people. I was so biased toward my dad I understand. for the longest time. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's just like, oh, you want my money? You're going to give me a black belt. I don't care. I don't like, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. And I just <laughs> went on this for a long time and I was like, all right, Amy, you need to open up. Like they're going to be amazing in all these different ways. And right. um, I, I never had like another um, sensei, but I did learn under so many incredible people um, right. at gyms or maybe on films. Like there, there's a lot of amazing martial artists out there, but he was, um he was really my only instructor. So. Yeah,
0: I, I remember Ed, Ed Parker and I. You know, became friends around uh, ten, twelve years ago, and we would talk about all these schools that taught his st- taught his father's style, and what did he think about these things? And it was it was very interesting. You know, it, also recently I, I was talking to uh, uh, you know Diane Inesanto, and okay. I'm going to be talking very soon with, with Bruce Lee's daughter as well, and it's it's very interesting to hear. Uh, you know, because it is a very small community, as you said, it's very interesting yeah. to hear about like how we grew up, how we were, because you are definitely the child of pro- the prodigal child of a martial art master. So it's, it's one of those things where I wonder, like, how would my daughter grow up to be? <laughs> I'm pretty sure she yeah, grew up to be just-, just like you, like, <laughs> like hmm, do I want to give this person money? I don't think so because they <laughs> yeah. give me a black belt in like two years and I don't think so.
2: Oh. oh, man. So did you learn from your parents or anything or did you get into it by yourself?
0: I got into it my, by myself and uh, I got into it like around 13 years old. But I trained judo when I was very, very young. I, I remember my parents got me into judo when I was like six. I did because my oh, brothers cool. were doing it. Yeah, Gioracano style. But I'm, I'm, I'm a historian type, so I, I know all the histories of all the styles and the masters and, all, and what have you. So I'm my, I'm my styles historian as well. So, mm, yeah, I, I ver- well, you know, I enjoy uh, authenticity and I don't enjoy people making up, you know, their, their futures or their pasts. You know, when they do that, it, it very much aggravates me. It Does't make mm. me happy to know that you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying. Yeah. It doesn't make me happy yeah. when somebody makes up who they are. It's like, come on, man.:
2: Yes, I understand. So you're kind of a traditionalist in the sense of um, you like things to remain with that authentic uh, expression of where it came from and kind of uh, authentic
0: expression. Structures. yeah, but it, but yeah. of course, it should adapt the way fighting styles are today. So there's no way you, you can take on the fighting style of like the 1970s. Now we have Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, We have Taekwondo. Everybody's trained some style. So when you train fighting, it's got to apply to how people fight today. So when you train your students, yeah. it has to be applied to how people fight today. And a lot of people are going to go to the ground, which is fine. Doesn't mean you have to, mm-hmm. but you, mm-hmm. you got to know that they're going to try to take you to the ground. So, you know, Take part in that and make sure you kick them in the mouth.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I, I, I'm, yeah. I, mean, I agree with you 100%. So many street yeah. fights go to the ground so quickly. So is that something yeah. you, I'm just curious, do you focus on kind of like the self-defense aspect of martial arts pretty heavily?
0: Absolutely. We well, we train, yeah, uh, you great. know, what I try to teach is, is both the the dialect of the old style, you know, meaning the kata and what have you. The uh, what, what a lot of the Japanese would say is the bunkai, which is what it mm-hmm. means. The application of also like hapkido or chinna, which is also grappling and what have you. And then, then yeah. the style of the ground, which means do you want to go to the ground? You have the option to go to the ground, but our style mostly stays vertical. So if somebody mm-hmm. tries to take you to the ground, because we are a style that takes care of more than one opponent. We fight two to three oh, right. people. Yeah, one person is not a danger. I mean, seriously, come on, one person. But if you fight two mm-hmm. to three people, you're going to have a real problem. And if you're on the ground right. with two to three people, I remember the first fight I got into with like a, a, a rape situation. It was, two to th- it was three guys. And if I was going to go to the ground with one of those guys, it, the, the other two would be pounding on my head. So, like, I'm not not going to go on the ground. So I kept distance from them, distance, distance. Finally, they were like, you know, we don't want anything to do with you. And the cops had the chance Mm -hmm. to show up. The fight was over. So.
2: Mm. And you had known martial arts at that time of the fight?
0: Yeah, but I was very, I was very low. I was very low in in style. I was not, I was teaching and I was doing a lot and and I felt like I knew a lot. But looking back, no. Mm -hmm. No, I, di- I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know a lot, you know. I did. I knew as much to get away from that situation, but nowadays I think I would have handled it completely different. How about you? How how would really? you handle a situation like that now? Oh yeah, yeah. Nowadays, I would well, handle that I... situation completely different. Yeah. <laughs> but how yeah. would you have handled a situation like that?
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't know the exact uh, situation. You mentioned something about rape, so I can't. I I have no idea how I'd so the, it. So the the situation, the situation
0: was like was. you know one guy one guy was trying to hurt a girl inside of a Cadillac Escalade, a black Cadillac Escalade, oh. and he <laughs> this guy looked like your typical nineteen eighties rapist white and red striped oh, shirt, blonde hair curly. He comes out and two of his friends come out big and bigger. Now his friends don't uh-huh. know what his friend is trying to do. So they're all abrupt and ready to fight. So I basically have three guys coming at me. So I do, I, I do angling, which means I move away from them, move away, go closer, move away. So I, I stay in pace to where their direction is until they're finally going like, you know, I can't catch up to you. I'm done. And they go away, and, and the cops show up. Now, for you, in your style, how would you have handled that situation?
2: Ah, oh, man. I don't know if I would even – I would probably uh, – if I was by myself and there were two men – I would not approach most likely. I would call the cops as soon as possible. I would try not to get into any altercation um, Smart. because I don't know what they have. I don't know if they're on drugs. You know, it's, it's a tough line actually um, in teaching self-defense for women. It's because, you know, obviously if I'm teaching a woman self-defense of what I, the knowledge that I have um, you know, it's like, I, I want you to, Feel confident if, if you're in a situation that you can defend yourself, but I don't want you to feel overly confident because a lot of times you're probably going to be the weaker person in the fight. Um, you don't know right what this other person's intentions are, so like no, the don't. less you can fight, honestly, the better. Um, and right. so I personally would just get help as soon as possible. You know? You're very
0: smart. You're very wise.
2: Yeah. Am I, am I mean I, that. Maybe I, that's yeah.
0: No, it might have been like my abruption of, of youth that made me do what I yeah. did. But I'll, I'll be I'll be honest with you, I I didn't want to get involved. I was walking away. I had a growler from from uh, BJ's, right. which is a big thing of b- beer, and I didn't want to I yep. didn't want to get involved. And it's only until she screamed the <laughs> third time, I'm like, you know what, I'm getting involved.
2: Oh. Oh yeah. man, did you get to drink your beer after or did it? Did I it did thank you it was it All was right. a red
0: it was thank a red you. i I put it right next to it. <laughs> You know what's funny? Let me tell you the funny part of this I don't know if, if, if there is a funny part to this, but the, and the hilarious part to me was when the cops showed up, her friends showed up out because it was it was the kids World Series inside of bjs, and her friends showed up, and it was three gorgeous women and two really good looking men. And the good-looking men showed up, and they're, like, crossing their arms, and like, we'll protect you. And the three okay. women just just huddled around her. And the cop showed up and goes, do you want to stay? And I'm like, no, you got my card. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go home. <laughs> and it was one of those things of, like, wow, you get getting no credit whatsoever. Like, nobody's going to give wow. you a hug, dude. <laughs> wow. Like, it,
1: the, the whole truth it. is wow. – <laughs> go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: The truth is that if, you, if you're going to help people and you're going to be there for people, you know, you, you really shouldn't wait for, for thank you, because the truth is that it's really not going to happen. A lot of people are just so afraid and it's not within their purview. It's not within their repertoire mm-hmm. to understand the situation they're in. So to, I've had yeah. a lot of people ask me, like, have you had these people thank you for these things? It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. if you wait for thank you, you're going to be dead. Like these people are not, they're not willing. They're not absorbent. They're not waiting for it. They're not understanding. They don't know what's happening and they're just scared.
2: That's that's such a good point. Their adrenaline's going. They might be in shock. I mean, I'm sure they all appreciate, you know, everything that you've done. It sounds like you've done this a few times. Like you've, you've, it sounds like you've kind of saved the day a few times. That's wonderful. Wow. Well, you know, the the
0: great line I love, which is the only way for evil to exist is for good people to stand by and do nothing.
2: Yes, yes. And that's right? with, with everything. Anything you don't like, right. Right. Yeah. A lot of people have more power than they think to make a change.
0: Absolutely. And there's ways to live happy lives without taking advantage of people. We can live happy lives <laughs> and, and and meet people and love and be in love and have fruitful existence. I having to hurt other people and you know if we have somebody that wants to hurt other people then you're gonna to have to deal with people like me and you and other people yep. like that who, who are not going to stand up for that kind of baloney
2: yep agreed agreed yeah. and we're all very powerful when we stand up together
0: so your father was a very uh very strong uh part of your life
1: huh
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, he was uh, pretty much my everything growing up for a while. Um, He was fun. He was like a little kid. He was just super ADHD all over the place, running around, (laughs) training us. and Just really, really fun, you know, as a kid. As I got older, I was like, okay, the things that we did were probably not safe and whatnot. But, um, yeah, super fun. And uh, he definitely is a huge inspiration to me and and what I'm doing now. So always always a big push.
0: What encouraged you to come out here to Los Angeles?
2: So, you know, we grew up on martial arts films, a lot of 80s Hong Kong action films and just action sure. films in general, and I, I, it was really the only thing that made sense to me. Um, you know, I could go take the college route and, and, and do something else, um, but I had trained my whole life in one thing, and I was like, this is my passion. I've dedicated so much time into this, and what can I do with it? Um, and right. honestly, it was when I watched... Michelle Yeoh in Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. I was like, ah, "Oh my god. I got it. Yeah. I got it cuz she she is so beautiful and elegant, yet strong and just this perfect balance." And I was like, "I that is that is calling me." Um and obviously yeah. I had looked up to a lot of action stars, you know, even prior to her and um, and I started looking into even like Chang Pei and and Cynthia Rothrock and all these
1: yes. amazing
2: women. I was like, we need more of this. Let's go. And uh, that was that was really it. And I moved to moved to Hollywood with the whole struggle for many years and, uh, yeah, made it somehow. What, what is so your favorite, favorite martial art film? film? Favorite martial arts film? Um, it depends on the day. I would honestly yeah. say Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is probably my favorite yes. overall because of the story, the beautiful love story, and the cinematography, right. the direction, the colors. I would probably, yes. I would probably say that. Um, I would agree with you. True. St- yeah. The second
1: yeah. one. Yeah. You agree? This,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I, no. I'm going to agree with you on that because Ang Lee's version of that that hydrology, which because there's several books of that film there. And the author died before Ang Lee could actually get, you know, all of them done. Uh, It it is one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen in my life. And I saw it like, I've seen it at least a thousand times. I mean, realistically speaking. Oh, wow. Yeah, but but what's what's your second and third film?
2: Second and third favorite martial arts film? Yeah, um, I would have to I would have to say The Matrix. I know that's not like a, a nope a, nope a martial nope art nope. Film you think of it's a martial arts film. It so, yeah, it did so much for bringing like kung fu into yeah. Western audiences' eyes. So I think that was yeah. a prominent film and done really well. Um, it, yeah, it's not like I don't think of it as a martial arts film a lot of times, but I I would have to say that.
0: It's wonderful. Yeah,
2: um, and then uh, beyond that, oh, you man, like Jackie Chan, like,
0: right? What, what kind of Jackie Chan films do you like?
2: I was going like? to say probably Drunken Master 2. Um, oh. Yeah? You like that one too? <laughs> that,
0: that movie is so wonderful. It's amazing to tell other people it's about so them.
1: It's so good.
0: It's the first oh. time I ever met Jackie Chan. The first time I ever met Jackie Chan was for Drunken Master 2, where everybody was asking him, are you going to do another one of Drunken Master 2s? And he's like, it was too, too much hard work. You know, It was such hard work. I don't want to do it again. And we're like, why not? Oh. That was the <laughs> best film I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, you know, w- when that you see man, the train he scene, he put,
1: himself through. put yeah.
0: himself through hell, right? And when you see the fight scene yeah. underneath the barriers, when he went underneath oh, the train with a sword.
2: He's just the best. Oh, man. He's got just so many great films under his belt. And yeah, he, he probably kills his body every time. But can I go back to you telling me that you, you met Jackie Chan? That's awesome.
0: Yes. Yeah. So you're a martial <laughs> art kid. Just like, he's like talking to you, you are a martial art kid, just like me. <laughs> That's oh, funny. Yeah. Of
1: yeah. course.
0: Yeah. I, I met Jackie Chan at the Shrine Auditorium in the old days of the comic book convention. And he's, he was there when only, yeah, only a hundred nerds would show up to, to watch and <laughs> buy comic books and what have you. And I walked right up to him, and we started talking, we started chit-chatting. But, you know, Noel Vega, you know, who was on my show recently, who, he, he and I are close friends. He lived with Samo Hung. And Samo Hung was, was best friends with Jackie Chan and Yun Biao. Yeah. And...
2: Yeah. So, oh, so now... The... Noel Vega. Go ahead. I think I've heard his name before. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I, I, Noel Vega sounds familiar.
0: No, this is your show. This is not my show. This is your show. I want to hear you talk. Go ahead.
2: Oh no, I'm happy to i'm I'm having a great conversation with you. I was no. just saying that um <laughs> I was just saying that I've, i Noel Vega sounds familiar, so I was just wondering if I had met him before. that's all I,
0: I think so. He's a stunt coordinator and he's done some amazing uh-huh. work and, and he worked with Samo hung, and they lived together for almost a year for martial law. And, you know, he's the eldest son, eldest brother of, of Yoon Biao and Jackie Chan, the, the three from the three brothers from all the movies from Jackie Chan's earlier films. Like when they fought five jet, um, what's his name? Uh, Benny the Jet Aquitas and what Benny have the you. Jet, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been friends with right. Benny the right. Jet Aquitas' daughter as well. So, you know, it's a very small world really? as well. Yes. Okay. I mean so
2: my dad, you dad, want... yeah. Go my ahead. dad used to Go be ahead. friends with uh, Benny. That's all I wanted. I just wanted to say my dad, my dad was good friends with Benny. So it's just another weird small world thing.
0: Yeah. You you know, shout out to his daughter right now, because we have a huge audience. You know, if you want to find somebody who will take care of children, will love children, teach children, and then beat your head in, that's her. She's an, she was an incredible human being. <laughs> and I, I was, am- I was amazed to meet her. I was very proud to meet her. Um, but, yeah, I was talking to Noel Vega, and, and you know, he, I was asking him, like, what, what, what did you talk to Sammo Hung about? I can't, I can't imagine. I mean, I would talk to him about martial arts all the time. He'd probably hate my guts. And he goes, I talked to him about golf. Hmm. And the truth is that Sammo <laughs> Hung loved golf. He loved golf so much that oh. he just wanted to talk about golf.
2: That is so funny. I, I would love <laughs> to see him playing golf. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: probably, I th- I think he would probably destroy that ball. That's what I think. <laughs> oh
2: God, I know, I can't imagine. He that ball with the
0: He was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, he 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 did a scene. I, you know, i me bring up a scene Noah Vega told me about because I want to I want to talk about your career. I mean, enough about these martial arts stories, but you know, uh, he, he told yeah. me a story about, um, he told me a story about, um some fat guy on a scene, some some heavy guy in a scene. He couldn't do this move. And he's a heavy man. He's a heavy man. So he went over, someone hung went over there and goes, and he did the move. He did it like a a grandmaster would do. And he goes, I can do it. You can do it too. And he, and he walked away. It's like, wow, that's nothing more embarrassing than that. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that's a boss move right there i mean is that yeah, a boss move that, that man yeah the way that that man moved his speed and yeah. his power is just whew, you don't want to be on the other side of his kick that's for sure no
0: no way you know i was talking to <laughs> somebody yesterday who you know came out of puerto rico and she she her, her father was a martial art teacher as well and she did she did something for an apple scene she did one of the most beautiful crescent kicks i've ever seen mm-hmm uh in in, Uh an apple scene and a lot of people were telling her that she was doing it wrong you you're you're blah 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 blah, blah. and i told her like the reason why i said you know your knee should be bent and your your foot should be upwards but in the meantime if you were if your head was in the way of that crescent kick it pretty much would be three feet to the left of you well there you go it it didn't i don't I don't think it really mattered, but you know, there's, there's this thing about, I, I think men, I, I think men have this thing where they're like, you know, that doesn't work. You know, th- that's ridiculous. I, I don't know if you ever had that experience. Cause I know, I know you worked with, with, with good friend, Aaron Schanke on, on his own. We're going to talk about that later on, but you did a mm-hmm. lot of brilliant moves on that. Uh, did you ever see any like remarks by like, you should do it like this or you should be like this. Would you even watch the you even um, listen to that stuff?
2: I mean, I get that all the time. I don't get it as much anymore because I've kind of like made my statements and stand up for myself really well. But Aaron never did anything like that or on his on his sets. Um they were always Oh, I'm not present, talking about Aaron, no I'm talking
0: about other people.
2: Oh, I I oh, yeah. I don't no, think no. Aaron would do that. <laughs> no, no, no. No. Nobody in general um recently has done that. But earlier on when I was just kind of like making my way into the industry, you know, you, people question you like crazy. You really have to, really have to stand up for yourself. Um, really have to stand up for yourself. And I constantly got that definitely from men, um, where it was just like, you know, they, they, they didn't know who I was. They didn't know what I was capable of. And, um, I got that all the time and I didn't talk much. I just let my actions speak for themselves. And eventually I ended up being right in a lot of the scenarios and, uh, you know, I didn't have to like complain or argue. It just, I, I showed people with my actions that I knew what I was doing, but that happened so often.
0: You're you're almost my hundredth interview so far uh, in eight years. Oh, wow, nice. Yeah. And wow. I'll be honest with you. You're the only person who's ever asked me about my martial art experience. So I'd have to say you have cojones. Uh, you have guts.
2: Are you kidding me? Are you yeah, kidding you, me? I mean, no. What- so interesting it's not just about me it's you know i'm so interested to get to know you and have a good conversation so it's no, it's, it's, very, it's, is, it's, it's awesome
0: yeah it's very obvious that you that you are a, an engaging human being uh that you 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 take engagement very seriously what was the first film or, or series that you got involved with in los angeles because you, you're involved in a lot of them but the first one that you were happy about, oh, because I, I see a lot of them. You have Kung I'm, Fu Bams, you have oh, Angel, but you have a Pair of Kings, but you also have Iron Man <laughs> Three. Let, let's not get to them first.
2: Yeah, I mean, I started out. You know, you gotta, you gotta eat. You gotta pay rent. Right. I got a lot of work <laughs> off of Craigslist. I will say. Right. A um, lot, lot of music videos. A lot of weird, weird jobs. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, right. Well, I mean,
1: <laughs> 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 a lot of weird
2: jobs. Um, right. And uh yeah, I guess the first thing I was proud of was pfft, man, it's hard. I'm I'm quite a perfectionist and it's hard for me to actually be proud of things to be honest. I, I think I, I think you're a perfectionist.
0: The, I see that in you, but just,
2: yeah, just tell us anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, of course. Um I would say the first thing that I was really proud of was getting on Captain America Winter Soldier as, you know, oh. as a Lance, not double or as other hey, one and, and that let's, was let's... the moment. Yeah.
0: Back, back up. Let's go to Iron Man 3 then. Okay, okay. If you're if you're going if you're going to jump to that one.
2: <laughs> uh, Let's go to Iron Man 3. Okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> so Iron so, Man yeah. yeah, Iron Man 3 um I guess okay. Um it was the, the the difference is Iron Man 3 was just a couple days where they were kind right. of testing me as a stunt person, but so it was still pretty cool to be on set and to be, you know, just there and learning from people, but right. it wasn't it wasn't as big of an achievement until I was really on a, on a movie for six months and, and, you know, had a actress train and all of that. Um, So it, you know, Iron Mm. Man uh, three was cool, but it just uh, wasn't quite where I wanted to be yet.
0: Did that that allow you to get into other Marvel films from that point on? Was there there some kind of of interaction that you had that allowed you to get into The Winter Soldier, which is a brilliant film, which we're about to talk about?
2: All right, yeah. Um, Well, yeah, I mean, it's really the business is all about networking. So once you start working with one person, a coordinator or, you know, some other stunt performer, um, word gets around that you did a good job. Right. Connections and carry you through so you really how you are on set and how you perform can make or break the rest of your career honestly because word gets around fast so thankfully i i right. did a good job um leading up to that point and and my work had had you know speaks for itself on my online well, videos well, how, how, how was
0: your how was your personality how was your personality along the i know how hard you I, I tell how hard you work easily how was your personality what was your attitude like
2: well, that's a good question, um, and this is something very interesting, because coming into the stunt world, I came in as a martial artist where, you know, right. I listen to the person in charge, and I respect what they want. Um, I right. may say, say something if I think I'm not being safe or something, but I'm very respectful, and I just listen, I observe, like like a lot of martial artists, they kind of have this level of respect, but what I saw around me were, were people just, <laughs> just bragging about themselves and bringing themselves up to get jobs and trying to network. And it was a really weird experience to jump into that for me. But I would say overall, my attitude was just kind of shy and uh, just quiet for the first, for the first many years and just trying to learn and um, adapt, you know,
0: take it all in, huh?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Tell me about that shoot. Captain America, winter soldier, it is the Russo Brothers' first film after community into the Marvel films. It is a brilliant film. Uh, I, I would say it's one of, the, one of the best films starting the new films in Marvel. They that, that really sent a new precedence. And you were Scarlett Johansson's double?
2: Yes. Uh I agree with you. I think it's it's probably my second favorite Marvel film. Uh it's really it's good. Wonderful. I, uh, yeah, it's so good. Um and so I there were two stunt doubles for Scarlett Johansson, me and Heidi Moneymaker. Um Honey Heidi Moneymaker. <laughs>
0: she's wonderful. Yeah.
2: Isn't isn't she amazing? Yeah. So she's, she's great. you know, uh, always yeah, she's always been Scarlett's main double. And for this, you know, she's more of a gymnast, and they wanted also to have the second double to be more of a martial artist so we could play with some more, like, mm, combative moves. Right. And uh, so they brought me in as well. And uh, that was a really, really cool experience. It was my first big experience um, doubling a huge actress and, you know, getting to train her and learn kind of the political movement of everything on a film like that was very very beneficial um i learned so much on that um but i will say one of the things uh, sorry i just want to say one of the things about that film that i think makes it so good um in regards to the action is because (laughs) a lot of times um the stunt team will create a previs which is like a pre-visualization video of the fight with with us performing the dialogue sometimes and we send it to we director, producer, and then they give it back to us and say, we want to cut all of this and we want to keep this. But the Russo brothers like really took our, our pre and made it shot for shot. They loved it. Like they really allowed us to do what we do best. And it really signed, I think.
0: How are the Russo brothers to work with? I mean, they, they are incredible human beings that have done such incredible work. Uh, I mean, I'm a huge fan of community. But I'm a gigantic fan of theirs as well. What was it like working with
1: them?
2: They were lovely. They were so easy. (laughs) They were so sweet and humble and spoke to everybody with respect, regardless if you were the A-list actor or if you were a stunt performer or just a body double. They, like, respected everyone. They were very, very humble and lovely, lovely humans.
0: That's amazing.
2: Please, please tell yeah. me
0: which which scenes that you worked on uh, in that film. Was it the bridge scene?
2: Yeah, so I did the whole swinging under the bridge thing and the get out of the here sliding. Yeah, so cool. And the, oh like, wow, lighting on the highway. That highway yeah. slide was really interesting. How they did that—they like that was crazy. had us on a yeah. They had us on a door like sliding on the highway, and they like to start the shot. Well, it was in many shots, but to start the shot, they they had us connected to like the front of a truck. They pushed the yeah. door, um, uh-huh. then released us. We went off this ramp, and then on the coming down of the ramp, like this jump, that's when <laughs> they caught us like coming from the air, sliding down the highway with cars like flying over us. It was it was really cool. Wow <laughs> yeah that must
0: have that must have been that must have been very scary and, and then then you went to the scene, and, and then uh he came on and then you- ju- did you jump over the bridge as well did you do that scene as well where you jumped over the bridge and did the running
2: um so Heidi did the jump off of the bridge I did the swinging under the bridge and the running, so it was always like you know we had two units going back and forth, so we were always right. kind of like overlapping um, right. But yeah, it That's was crazy. The, the
0: little, yeah. Wow. Yeah, That's amazing. <laughs> it's, you know, I obviously I've seen that film more than once. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: a good one. It really is.
0: No, I, I watched that. I watched that movie like a crazy person. You know, it, it's, it's one of the films that really, you know, is is a differential between the first films and the, the new sense of where we should be going. So after you did that film, I mean, obviously there was. A huge necessity to get like the same adrenaline, to get the same kind of get going, going. What what was your next film that you did that that also made you proud? That that made you made you feel I'm happy. This is where I should be going.
2: The next film was well, there was there was a I will say there was a big you uh, did, chunk you that did... I couldn't.
0: You did Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, I, I there's, I, I know a thousand people on my show that have been Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. but <laughs> yeah. not a lot, not a lot of them, not a lot of them remember anything.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, we, a lot of some performers just do like a day here, a day there, a week here, a week there. And, you know, we do a lot of different types of shows, but it's those big runs that are very memorable. And I would say the, um, I the next film that I was proud of was the film that I like my first leading film um Lady Bloodfight because that was like a next big step for me, you know.
0: Lady Bloodfly, huh?
2: Oh, you've never Oh, yeah. So um it's uh it's with Voltage Pictures and um it came out in 2016. It's on Netflix, but it was the first time I got to star in my own film uh, directed by Chris Nahone, who did a kiss, kiss of the Dragon. It's uh you know, it's a fun like ode to blood sport and you know a lot of Van Damme and '80s, '90s action films. Oh, you're asking so me if I knew
0: the next- film? No, I've I've watched your film.
2: Oh, I've, watched oh, oh. film. <laughs> I've watched that film. I've watched that film several okay. times. I never, <laughs> I never know. You know, it's a small film. So, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, you know, when the I, next I, thing.
0: yeah, when I do when I when I do research on somebody, I watch all of their films. You know, it, it's very hard to do when you have a, a gigantic show and you when you when you're doing shows five days a week and seven days a week. It's not so hard for me. I, I can go ahead and watch a uh-huh. film or two or three films, but yeah, I watched your film. I, mean, I, I thought it was wonderful. You yeah, Tell me, tell me oh. about that shoot for you.
2: Okay. Well, thank you. Um, let's see. Well, to start off, it was a little rough. They, um, so I auditioned, I got the role. Um, they found me from like a, a fight video online that had done really well. And uh, I was training for it. I got the role. Um, and then I tore my ACL. So this was a really tough time for me. I tore my ACL and then uh, I was like, okay, they're going to, you know, cast someone else. Um, But hopefully, or thankfully they let me heal, get surgery and waited for me like uh, seven months. And then we started shooting. I went out to Hong Kong. Um, We trained for like a full month, I think, um, with the stunt team, which was amazing. And I met the director and, you know, some of the actors and started working on some scenes. And then um, you we started shooting. I think we had like a 30 day shoot in Hong Kong. And it was a uh, it was lovely. It was um, a lot of pressure because, you know, obviously, the voltage pictures put a lot of money and, and trust in me and waited for me. So I really wanted to uh, prove myself. And, um, you know, nothing's perfect. And uh, but I, I'm, I'm proud of it. Um, no, I thought it was a wonderful would,
0: film. You know, you can obviously, you you can obviously see your your training, you can obviously see your, your discipline, you can you can see a lot of what your father tried to like distill in you as well, like the way you move, the way you're acting, the way your action is, your stances, you seem very bottom heavy, which means you're like you're stuck to the ground. You know, there's a, there's a lot of your training involved in that film. You know, how much, how much of your martial arts do you try to put it? Am I wrong on that?
2: No, I mean, um, you, that, no, that would definitely make sense. Is,
0: is, is there, is there something that you wanted to do in that film that you feel like you didn't do, or is there something in that film that you, you felt like you did perfectly?
2: Oh God, I don't, I don't think there's anything I did perfectly. Um, i guess i wanted the fights to be a little more visceral um so initially it was it's kind of a tough um situation initially we were going to have a bunch of stunt women come in and and be cast as these fighters because they could actually you know they could really fight and we could have amazing fight scenes and and show it from these beautiful wide angles and um do what the director wanted for those shots visually and um we got a lot of actresses and I was worried at first, but these actresses trained every day for like six hours a day, really hard. And I'm (laughs) quite impressed what they were able to achieve. Um, But I did want to kind of up the, the fighting um, a little bit, to be honest with you. Yeah. Huh?
0: The the fighting anti. Was there, was there a limited thing that the the, the, the actresses were able to do? The actors were able to do?
2: I mean, yes, um, you know, it's it's hard to kind of like put all of, you know, however many years of training into an actor for a couple weeks and expect them to be great. So we had some stunt doubles for certain stunts for actors, but right. these actors pulled off, you know, th- a lot of kicks and punches. Um, but, you, you know, with, um, with trained stunt performers or uh, action people, you can have very intricate choreography and, and do a lot of things that, Right. I feel like I would have loved to um push a little further, but I'm so impressed with the ladies. Like I it was really amazing to see them um grow so quickly.
0: You know, just just talking to you with the limited amount of time we've talked together, I ca- I cannot wait to watch what you do in the future. <laughs> you you are definitely one of those people that, you know, I I wish to God you were my daughter. You're, you're an amazing human being and, and the way you talk about martial arts is exactly the way that, you know, I talk about martial arts, the way that the old masters talk about martial arts, the way you talk about action is the way we talk about action. Uh, you, 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 make, you make your father very proud.
2: Oh, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, it's a, it kind of feels like family when you can talk to somebody about these things. So I appreciate, you know, you know having this conversation with you. It's really nice.
0: So you worked on other things like, uh, you, like Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is a video yeah, game. You I worked, at, you worked on a lot of video, you did a lot of mocap. So how was oh, that yeah. experience mo-cap like?
2: is, Yeah, it's great. Um, it's besides, a different world. Well, besides, yeah, for the past um two years, besides the whole pandemic thing, um, it's been heavily, you know, every day, on uh, Monday through Friday, doing motion capture for different games and trailers and movies. And it's an amazing world. Um, It's, it's a great community of people. There's not so much of a hierarchy on set. It's more of a communal, um, like let's make cool stuff. Like voiceovers Um, and whatever. Yeah. So for, so there's voiceover, there's like facial capture, there's, you know, motion and um, just performance capture with your body. There's all these different things that you get to do. And it's really just an environment where you can play and you get to imagine all these things and these scenarios. It's like, improv all day it's one of my favorite places to be and work i i love it i've done a lot of video games and um yeah it's just um a good environment
0: is there a video game that instinctively that you like
2: is there a video game that i instinctively like yes is that what
0: that's what i said um
2: like liked working on like yeah. working on or um, yeah is there, is, there, oh, is there
0: a video game uh, that you like that you worked on
2: oh yeah i mean i've played all the games that i've worked on um but oh, uh, you're the first person who's ever said make...
0: that by the way you're the first you person who... oh, no, yes the best. i've never heard a <laughs> single person say they did mocap and i played that game a single person
2: no way come on
0: i Aww, swear, I my, soul.
2: Least, like...
0: I swear my soul i swear my soul not one person i swear on my soul oh, okay. and you know i'm telling you the truth there's not know,
1: one
0: there's not one person who said cuz everybody says it's just a job i move on oh. i don't play video games uh, you know i got my next job going on Nobody ever says I played the video game.
2: Okay. Look, look, first thing is like to, to, I think to really understand and be good at your job, you have to like understand the craft. So you, you, sh- it's really good for you to like play games. If you're in, in that industry, it's good for you to understand films and filmmaking and all, all aspects of it. If you're in film, yeah. so it's so important. Um, and honestly, there's some incredible storytelling in, in video games these days.
0: <laughs> so you're a martial artist, an actress, and a video game player. That's
2: incredible. Uh, yeah, you got to You got to keep busy, you know.
0: <laughs> uh, I guess so, especially during the pandemic, yeah. right?
2: Oh man, yeah, lots, lots of lots of little projects over here, and um, lots of games too.
0: <laughs> so, what are you looking? for? You know, before we continue on, what are you looking forward to the future? Uh, you know, the pandemic has hit. What are you looking, other than, you know, work, I can't wait to work again, which I hear all the time. What are you looking forward to in the future?
2: Um, As far as, I guess, just um, talking about me and my career, um, there's a lot of things I could talk about for, like, the world and how we come out of this. But I I guess just for me in general in the future, there's, oh, there's so many things I want to do. I'm, um, so I wrote, you know, I have a book out. I'm finishing my audio book for that. Um, that should be released soon. And then uh, I have a show that I've been pitching called uh, Hero Training. And it's. Okay. Uh, I did like a YouTube series off of it. And the idea is to well, hey, hold on. kind of. Well, hold
0: on. Let's wait a second. And why don't you go and. Okay. Let us know of each of those projects.
2: Oh. Okay. Um, you mean starting with the book?
0: Starting with whatever you want.
2: Oh, all right. Well, uh, how to stunt in Hollywood is on Amazon and um, the audiobook version of that will hopefully be out in the next 20 days. Um, So if anybody is interested and, you know, I I made the book for people that don't really understand stunts or want to learn more, but mainly for people who are trying to get into the stunt world, because when I got in, I was so confused and shy and didn't know how to, (laughs) how to get in. And so I, I I wanted this to be just like a gold mine for people. Can I pause you for a um, second? Uh, so, yeah. so
0: for our, for our group out here, we have uh, about 3600 people listening right now. We have Amy Johnston on the line right now, who is a self-proclaimed shy person by the way. Uh, give us a call <laughs> at 515-602-9609 for this shy human being to let you know what she <laughs> thinks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: about life because she's so this girl is so shy so please continue on <laughs> okay I'm not,
2: i've I've learned to you know be a little more open um trust me in the beginning i was oh my goodness um yeah you're a a sh- you're as
0: shy uh, as a rose with a thorn in my eyeball
2: wow that was quite poetic of you
1: <laughs>
2: uh, um, yeah so the book you know it's out there if anybody's interested um, great and then this series yeah so I hope I can help people if they're interested yes. and if they have any questions you know let me know on find me on social media um, but um, so this the series that I want to do is called hero training I wanted to do it I've been wanting to do it for, for so many years where I hero training train with different Zero training. The idea is to uncover um, behind the scenes of action films. And when I say that, I mean the arts of martial arts um, and, and, you know, car driving and all these things that people don't really see anymore because we don't have behind the scenes. And so I want to always, yeah, I've always wanted to travel to different areas, find the masters in those arts, train with them, learn what they, what they do, how they eat their, you know, spiritualities, whatever. And, um, I've been working on this for a while and I did a small YouTube series on it by myself with no money, um, just with like stunt performers and action actors in Hollywood. And I'm trying to make it much bigger. So I'm currently pitching that right now and hopefully we'll get going on that. Soon. Wait, wait, hold on a
0: second. You, you, So you have that online right now?
2: Yeah, but it's very, it's very small. It's on my YouTube channel and it's just me with a camera and a tripod and, you know, an actor or, um, you know, Stunt performers that I've worked with. So the idea is there, but it's on a very small scale.
0: Yep, got it.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, then, you have a lot of videos. Wow.
2: Yeah, you know I'm I'm uh, I really like to stay busy. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, you're really shy. Wow, look at how shy I'll you stop. are. Oh stop! <laughs> <laughs> You you're, come on, you're you're a, you're I a blossoming rose. I mean, they're, they're, it's okay. so obvious. It's so you. obvious that you're a warrior. You're obviously a warrior. So, so tell me what else you're doing as a warrior for your for, on yourself.
2: Okay, eating lots of chocolate. No, um, um, <laughs> as a, so let's see. Gosh, um, besides that, I have some things I've written. I'm trying to get going. Um, there's some series that I want to pitch again and i have a workout program with a company called open fit called rough around the edges for anybody who needs a workout right now Uh, i created a workout series um based off of kind of like martial arts movements and superhero movements in films. so if anybody is looking for a a workout right now in their house i would recommend that um besides that man i just there's a lot of things um that i'm probably rambling at this point
0: nope you're not rambling at all. <laughs> Let's continue about your by your by your movie career here. You, you you talk so you worked on Deadpool. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, Tell me about so that. Deadpool one and okay, Deadpool one and two, I did. Um, and that was just for motion capture. Um, Deadpool one, I came okay. on for the motion capture of Gina Carano's character. Angel Dust, I did some stunts and fight scenes um, in, for motion capture to lay on top of the film and her movements in certain scenes. Um, and Deadpool 2 was, I did a bunch of motion capture pre-vises for the film because, you know, the film changed directors. So I was on the early stages of Deadpool 2 uh, when it still had uh, Tim Miller. So I was working for him for a few weeks, uh, motion capture for that, and we came up with some really cool stuff. Some really cool fight scenes that unfortunately nobody gets to see because we didn't, you know, we changed directors, but yeah. So you you worked with Tim Miller? Yeah. I worked with him a few times because I used to, um, I have done a lot of like Blur trailers for games and such, and he worked for Blur, and so I had crossed paths with him before, and then I worked with him on Deadpool 1 and 2. He's an awesome, awesome guy. And also Tim Miller's a genius.
0: Yes, we're going to talk about that in a second. Yeah. Yeah, Tim Miller is, he's, he's a, a, you know, the only reason why uh, Deadpool, you know, for the audience out here, the only reason why Deadpool 1 got really, I mean, done the way it got done was that he understood Previs. He understood a, a lot. He stood, he understood a lot about construction of an alternate universe. He understood how to do, um, uh, a lot of the things they needed to do to quarter the budget out. I think they believe they did it for $54 million, but without his help, mm-hmm. it would have been, it would have been $140 million. So, so he was, a, true. He,
2: he really, he, yeah.
0: Yeah. Go ahead.
2: Oh no. Yeah. I agree with you. He really understood that realm and <laughs> it made it so yeah. much easier for everyone. Yep. He, under-
0: he understood special effects he understood how mm-hmm. to do all the effects on, on the film. He did it himself. His team did it like on a quarter's end. The only reason why he didn't do the second film was, was that Ryan Reynolds really wanted a smaller film and Tim Miller, mm-hmm. Tim Miller wanted a bigger film and yep. they had, yep. they had a Yeah. They had a kind of like a, a, you know, a center mind and they went their separate ways, but Tim Miller no, really is. It is an unfortunate. It just happens. But, you know, t- Tim yeah, Miller okay. really went on to do some brilliant work afterwards. It doesn't really matter because, yeah, you know, every, be
1: every, yeah,
0: I think he'll be fine no matter what He did some <laughs> wonderful work.
2: <laughs> yeah. So tell me about, yeah. so
0: tell me, tell me about Terminator Dark Fate. Tell me about that film.
2: So that was also motion capture. I came in to do um, just a bunch of movements for the main character um, yeah, just, just, I think that was, uh, like three days of motion capture. And I gotta say, Tim is one of my favorite directors to work with on, in regards to like stunts on Why is stage that? for motion capture, because, well, so animators are usually great at understanding what they want bodies to do on a mm. motion capture stage. But, um, Tim goes beyond that. He actually, he understands like the story and as well as like where you can, Push the performer's body to like he understands the reality of of how he can get things and the balance of of using your performer and pushing them to the extent of 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 you know how great they can be but also not overdoing it like he's just very well balanced and understands the performer because you get a lot of directors that just don't quite understand um real real human body mechanics like you know in the programs they're like i can do this i can make you do this and this and this so can you show me that (laughs) so tim is very understanding and just fantastic always has his stunt performers act as well like he understands that's important to get into the body of the character as well
0: really so so he's one of those he's one of those caring directors that really cares about (laughs) everybody's job
2: Heck yeah, he is fantastic. Um, that's a good way to pu- to put it. He he really does care. Because at the end of the day, I mean, you need everybody to do a good job, and it right. helps when the people trying to do a good job um, know that they are cared for, right?
0: It sounds like Tim Miller and the Russo brothers, who are now basically Marvel brothers together now, you know, work in the same hemisphere of thinking. Of caring about the people that they work with, and caring yes. about how they move their body, how they feel. Let me ask you a mm-hmm. question, please. You know, and without naming any names, have you have you ever been on a set where you felt like somebody did not care about your well being?
2: Um, yeah, and it's and it's nothing with bad intentions, but um, okay. as a creator, a lot of people are. You know, they can be working on projects for years especially in video game development and they're so stuck in this world that they're not thinking outside of themselves or outside of the you know about the performer it's just about what they need so yes absolutely um but i i don't take that to heart i understand that you know they're they're stressed out they've been trying to get their job done and they need it done um before they go crazy uh so yes it has definitely happened but I, do you speak, I do you know speak up limits. for yourself? Do, yes. you, do, do yes, you tell them? Of course. I always do. Um, you know, earlier on when I had a huge ego um, about like just being well, reckless, let's, I, I didn't let's say st- anything. Let's
0: stop, let's stop there. Early on oh, when no. you had a huge ego. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: So I'm not going to avoid that one. <laughs> what do you mean by that?
2: So it's, just, it's just, you know, when you're, okay. Well, maybe it's not a normal thing. Maybe I was being too hyperbolic, um, yeah. but when I was young, I, I just I didn't. There was no stopping me. Um, right. I would try anything, do anything, and I would never let anybody know I was injured. And that also came from my upbringing of like Get nothing being good enough, here. or you know, yeah. But yeah. you know, I was so quiet. Even when I tore my ACL, I didn't let anyone know. I took pain pills. I kept going. I injured it worse, and I did that so you many times. You tore your ACL. Every, um, Yes. I tore my ACL right before a lady blood fight. And these things happened often. because Oh, I, kept I understand. That's a big film. A, yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I kept That's a big to, film. But it was, um, yeah, it was before filming. It had nothing to do with it, but it was just like prior to filming uh, during a rehearsal right. for something else. I, I tore it and I didn't let anyone know because of my ego. And, and that happened very early on in my career several times until I finally wow. understood that I need to like it doesn't matter people need to know that I got injured um right. I need to stand up for myself so I don't let that happen anymore I know my boundaries good. but it 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 did take a while yeah good <laughs>
0: So, so, you know, now, now, now you would definitely stick up for yourself. Now you, you definitely stand. And how would you stand up for yourself? How, how do you speak to a stunt choreographer, stunt coordinator and say, Hey, listen, I have a problem with this, or I don't believe this would work, or I'm afraid that this would somehow harm me.
2: Well, that's a great question because um, really, in the in the stunt community, you're never supposed to speak out. There's such a hierarchy. That's right. And it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, that I don't I don't personally uh, believe in it. And so, you know, I will um, respectfully try to talk to the coordinator um, alone so that I don't embarrass him or her or you know make them on edge or whatever um, privately after everything's been taken care of and. Tell them my concerns. Try not to force anything, um, but just let them know my concerns and give them an option of what I can do instead. Just the most right. respectful that I can be. But you know, most people, unfortunately, in the stunt industry, just don't don't stand up for themselves. And I hope that we can move that forward nope. and get away. <laughs> Yeah, so you've seen it. You understand what I'm. What I'm. No,
0: I, 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 I. You know, I talk. I talked to my some of my favorite sun coordinators on here, and
1: okay,
0: yeah, I, I okay. some of my favorite people are are female, you know, sun women and what have you, and they have nothing but okay. complaints and what have you. And and the thing mm. is that they they just never told the person that they had a problem or that they were afraid right. to tell the person that right. they had a problem. So yes. it's, it's such a weird situation happening between these two situ- yeah. people that they they really need to communicate with each other. Kind of go like, listen, if this <laughs> is not safe, then let's, let's figure out a way to make it safe for you. Like, there's nothing that yeah, needs to I be f- so fast that it, it'll hurt you.
2: Right. And at the end of the day, the coordinator's there to, you know, he needs you to make him look good, too. So if you can do right. something better or different, you know, you have to let them know. Um, and right. if they're a good coordinator, if they're human, they should they should understand. But uh, right. a lot of people are afraid to just kind of take that step. And I understood. I used to I used to have that too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, your your movie was great. You know, I'm sorry that you had to go through that situation right there.
2: Oh no, it's fine. It's all. I mean, it, it's just all growth, right? It is. You have you to. You know, you
0: worked on you worked on Lucifer, which was a great show that I, that I love as well. Well, you know, before we move on, I want to talk about The Last of Us 2, I'll be honest with you. But yeah. <laughs> let's, let's let's talk about because that's one of my favorite games in the entire world. But let's talk about Lucifer Yay. real fast.
2: Okay. Um Lucifer, let's see what was that. So, uh, that was with Brad <laughs> He uh he uh he uh he's one of my favorite people to work with as a coordinator. Yeah. I used to do a lot of like fight videos with him. Um, he's awesome. And he brought me in. I don't really, like, do stunts anymore. Um, I do more acting on like, kind of, like, stunts on my own films. And so right. it's very few coordinators that I'll come in and and, and uh, do stunts with, and he is one of them. Um, he needed me for, a, like, a few weeks, and I came in, and we did some pre-visits, um, and I, I did, like, a cool little spinny WW luchador <laughs> I guess it's more luchador move black widow type move on one of the characters. And I was out. It was a fun couple of weeks. Nice. Yeah. nice.
0: You know, I, I'm going to ask you about your last film, your last two films in a second, but I, I want to talk about Last of us too. And hopefully you're a little naive to the, to, to the game. So I can ask you questions that you, that you want to answer <laughs> that you shouldn't answer to.
2: Have uh, you played the first, have you played the
0: first game? <laughs>
2: Yes, of course. It's one of my favorites. It's friendly. get
0: out of here, really? Yeah.
2: Damn, I can't. Yeah. I can't
0: fool and you then.
2: Oh no, no way. Um, but what a good great try. game. Good, good try. And, Oh, such a great game. And man, that team Naughty Dog is so lovely. They were fantastic, weren't they? Working... Yeah, and they've been working their butts off so hard for so long. Um, I'm really excited for the release of Last of Us Two, and I. You know, I worked on that for the past few years, I suppose. Um, and really? I got so yeah, I got so into the characters and stories and I'm so excited for uh, you know, to play it and also for other people just to see how they respond to it. I know that there's been uh, you know, issues with leaks and such and um I think people are gonna be pleasantly surprised at how many things they don't know about this game. It's it's uh it's a it should be good. But, I'll be honest,
0: we don't we don't know anything about the game. I, you know, I don't care what anybody says okay. to us or any proclamations. I mean, I don't know anything about this game. I cannot wait to play it. I'm just guessing. I'll be honest. I'm just guessing uh, about the right. gameplay. But I, I'm not going to talk about it here because it, there's, there's no place to talk about it here. But for that gameplay right there. You you played the first game, you went into the second game, was there something you were expecting from that game?
2: Hmm, was there something I was expecting? Yeah, I had just a tone change. A lot of the games I've done have been like Spider Man and playing Black Cat and superheroes and um right. being really badass and uh superheroesque or uncharted. Right. It was very fun and um the tone was um you know, so different. <laughs> I, right. I guess I haven't worked on a game that had such a, a strong tone, strong definitive tone. Um, right. And I can't imagine actually working on that game every day um, with that tone. That has to be so difficult on the artists and the team. I mean, it's, it it's is, a lot. It is brilliant. It,
0: I mean, she's a she's a gay yeah. hero that is both fighting for the love of the past that she lost loving i mean she's i think she's in love again i mean i'm just guessing but it seems like through the the the, uh, visionary context that they they've shown so far that she's in love again and she's fighting again for that love and she's going forward for some kind of revenge and i cannot wait for that i mean it's driving me nuts to see
2: that (laughs) to see that case it's almost here i'm really excited too
0: yeah, how you how would you like playing the first game?
2: I love it. Um, I usually play more story driven games, and that was, it was really up my alley. It was, yeah. so good. Um, the characters, yeah. the relationships, you know, um, a lot of human moments that are just beautiful. So fantastic game.
0: Well, I'm about to talk to you about, uh, John, you know, Aaron Shonkey and, and, and their and your play with them. But uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about Ava, because Ava is a film that I'm waiting to watch in great detail. You know, with Jessica Chastain, you know, she's one of the great, great actresses uh, of our generation. What was it like working on
2: that film? Well, she is amazing. I would have to agree there. And I'm I really wanna see it too. That um yeah. ah, I've been waiting on that one. Um It's coming out so soon. This was actually yes, it hopefully. Um is there a date that you found?
0: No, no, they said it's gonna come out within the next four months. And they don't know Jeez. which distribution okay. they're gonna go through, but I cannot I, I'm I'm really pleading by the ears to watch that thing come through.
2: Yes, it should be really good. She's lovely to work with. Oh, my gosh, she's so great. Really? She was a, she was a dancer for many years, and so she yes. picked up choreography so quickly. She was awesome, and she did a lot of her action herself, so we got to play with really beautiful, like, wide shots of her doing things. She did a lot. She was so great. And um, actually, Voltage Pictures, who did that film, is actually, you know, I had worked with them previously in Lady Bloodfight, so it was cool getting to work with them again. Um, really, it was an awesome experience. Yeah, so Lady Blood Fight, you,
0: you worked with some some of the same people.
2: Yes, I did. Um, yeah, same team, same um, uh, producer. Let's see who was on that. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, same, same producer. Voltage. Or maybe no, no, no. I'm sorry, not the same producer. I'm thinking, I'm thinking the producer. One of the producers was from Voltage, who I had known. I right. forget the exact. But uh, there was definitely that connection, and uh, yeah, right. it was with Jeff Amata, who I had wanted to work with for a long time. He's a great, great coordinator and like an amazing martial artist, and so just humble. As well as Travis Wong, who's the owner of uh, Jam. Great <laughs> Travis artist. Wong!
0: Oh my god! No, I know no, Travis no, Wong's Travis. father. Travis Wong's father Aww. owned a martial arts school behind my dojo in in, in, in Torzana. That's hilarious! Oh
1: my god!
2: Really? That's so Travis funny. Wong
0: and I have known each other for 20 years. That's hilarious. Oh
2: my God. I have to talk to him. Then him and I are good friends. We like, <laughs> I, I love that guy. He's like a brother
0: to me. How funny. His, fa- his father is an amazing. guy. You know, he does plum power, pl- uh, flower fist. So he's a, he's a flower fist Kung Fu. Yeah. Wow.
1: I didn't know. <laughs>
0: yeah. He, he, so, so he expected his son to take over his style, but his his son right. went off to work with uh, Circus des Soleil, and what have yep. you. And his two daughters went off to Colorado. They got married. They went into fashion and what have yeah. you. So he really didn't have that choice. So he kind of just retired yeah. and did his thing. But he he is a great man. Very powerful. Oh, and and, and Travis is, heard. is yeah. Go ahead.
2: Oh yeah, I've I've heard about his dad from um Travis and also his mom is amazing. Um his mom still trains like with the with the young kids at jam. Yeah. Like they're they're a great family. Yeah.
0: Yeah, his father's a, his father's a legend. But you know, Travis yeah. Wong has been a, a close friend of me and Sean and, and all of us for a very long time and, and we've had him on the show several times. But you know, we, we enjoy what so Travis was with you, huh?
2: Yeah, he was, um, he was assistant uh, coordinator to Jeff as well as he did you know, a lot of choreography. <laughs> um, and That's so, awesome. you know, we, we got to work together on that. And he's, he's so great to work with and for. He's, he's great. He's so organized and he's, just, he's good behind a camera and editing. He's just fantastic. He's a solid human as well.
0: He, he's got a great personality. He's a great person. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: He's wonderful.
0: I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. Oh,
2: my gosh. Thank you so much. I'm so happy for you, and I'm, I'm really happy that you're doing this and bringing people together through, through what you do, and uh, it's just really nice to be a part of this.
0: Yeah. You worked with some really great people. And, you know, it's, it's so, I'm so happy to, to listen to how people are interconnected and how they're working together and how this industry mm-hmm. has really brought a lot of really great personalities together. It's really fantastic
1: yeah. so let's
0: let, let's let's go back and let's go let's go to the Bat in the Sun episode that you work on with Tatiana and Aaron Shokey, where you played um Harley Quinn
2: yeah, that was really fun i um God, I love that character so much. I love harley Quinn and, harley Quinn's uh, awesome. the, oh, she's great, Just playing with her psyche is so interesting to me um and yeah, I, that was um one of the I think that was the only thing I did with Bat in the Sun. Um, but yeah, that was a blast. Tatiana was great, you know, she is getting better and better at her martial arts and she's looking amazing. She's a good actress, gorgeous obviously. Um yes. so that was really fun. And uh the whole team, Bat in the Sun's great. I'm really impressed with with what they are able to do, um, Bat in the Sun. They really um they hustle so hard and they put everything into the work that they do. So it's really uh Really cool to work with them.
0: Yeah, it was. It, it, they do a lot with a little bit of amount of, amount of money.
2: Yeah, it's it's really impressive.
0: I, I I think that your um your makeup did. Your your makeup was uh, is a little you know black around the eyes, white in the, in the ponytails and what have you. Did you have fun?
2: Well, <laughs> did I have fun? I had a blast. <laughs> um yeah such a blast uh and it, yeah it was just total blast i got to play with her voice and you know obviously her outfit's fun um i hadn't really done anything like that up until that point um i had done a lot of like dramas and things like that and so that was very refreshing and just fun and freeing so
0: right. total blast well enough about your career enough about that stuff and and by the way I right. i will be promoting your movie's on Netflix, that people watch it. Uh, I love your movie. I want people to watch it. But, but let me ask you some questions right now. If, right. if there is if there is one thing about your career that you really appreciate, what would it be? That since you had left your house, since you've been in LA, since you've been separated from your family, what is it about your career right now that you really appreciate?
2: Thank you for that question. It's good to remember, you know, the things that I'm grateful for um, as opposed to just always wanting more. So thank you for that question. I am extremely thankful and grateful for the people around me. You know, it's so important to have a community of people who you trust and can learn from and, you know, that you can move forward and grow with. And I found that, and I'm really, really grateful for that and, and to the people who have helped me. Um, it's hard to break into the industry, and it's it's um it's really tough. And so, for anyone who ever lends me a hand um, and gave me a chance, is that's everything, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: What do you What do you want for your future as an actress, stunt performer, maybe as a stunt coordinator, because you have the chops. What do you want for your future? Uh,
2: what, don't um, what don't I want?
0: What don't I want? What don't
2: you know, that, I you want?
0: L- let me stop right there. Let me, let me continue that conversation. Hold on a second. Okay. You know, w- w- with all the things you have going on right now, you have so many things going on right now that are inspirational, forward progressive, honest, great quality, What do you want for your future beyond this spectrum?
2: Thank you. Um, I want to direct. I want to create. I want to have control of my creativity. Um, I want to inspire. I want to help. I want to educate. I want to give back. Um, There's so much, really. Um, Could talk about it for a while. But uh, I guess the main step is, taking control of my creativity and, um, creating things for myself, creating opportunities and movements for myself instead of you know, waiting we, for others to make that. We have a
0: little, mm-hmm. we have a little bit of time. You can, you can talk more in depth. Don't worry yeah. about
2: it. <laughs> you know, but, it,
0: but I understand that, you know, you, you, <laughs> you have, we have a little bit more time and we have about, uh, 40 more minutes, but you know, you have a lot of videos. I mean, you, you're very, you're very kind You're very generous. You're very sincere. I can understand where you're coming from, coming from martial art background. I I could totally understand where you're coming from, but you're you're underplaying yourself. You've got so many videos on on YouTube that are showing your, your, your true colors. You have so many. You have your book coming out. You have your video coming out. You have so many things coming out to show who you are, what are you? What are you wanting? What are you desiring from this future that you've created for yourself?
2: Hmm, it's a good question. Mm, I guess the intention of everything is. Oh gosh, there's so much. Honestly, I will say the biggest driving factor was was when my dad passed. Um, when God, it was like almost three years ago now. I really went hard at that point because um, there was so much I still wanted to do and like show him and also like just his knowledge that he had and, and his essence I wanted to like put into things. Um, And that essence is like, it's just don't stop and keep creating and keep kicking ass, train harder than everyone else do more than everyone else. And it was really that like that pushed me. And I was like, Oh God, there's so many things that I still want to do. So many things I want to show people and, and entertain people with. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just started, started going, I guess.
0: I'm sorry to hear that. You know, you didn't tell me that your father passed three years ago.
2: Yeah. It's still rough. You know, the, uh, the pain doesn't go away. You just, Kind of get better at dealing with it. I'm sure many people know with with My losses, father, um... my
0: father died when I was yeah. 24. I, I understand what you're saying. Oh,
2: oh man, yeah. I'm sorry no. to hear that. That's no no, 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 for you.
0: We're focusing on you, so you know. Okay. So, can you tell us how your father passed away?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, he he dealt he dealt with a lot of like addictions throughout his life. Yes. Um, and this is not to tarnish his name. Um, nope. He just, you know, he was a very heavy alcoholic for many years. And yes. it was one of those things where, where, you know, you get this high from, from being on top of the world, five-time world kickboxing champion. You're, you know, you have all these, these things going for you. Um, and he can never reach that high again. Right. And so it was, um, it was kind of a, a hole that he got into. And, um, right. Um, you know, I won't go too detailed, but he his health just wasn't good and he was um yeah, he just
0: he just failed.
2: Yeah, his liver failed and there was a lot of He,
0: issues. he was. Yeah. I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. You know, and your it's your okay. father was a your father was a great man and he did a lot of he great was. things for you. Yeah, and he loved yeah. you. And
2: father, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and he loved his students. Yeah, he loved his students. He was always yeah, and it's no matter like how how hurt he was or what he was going through, he was always like helping people and um, making them happy, and that's something that I will always carry on as well. So it's all good. He's not in pain anymore, and you know, he's it's fine.
0: Do, do you feel like that is one of the reasons that pushes you forward as hard as you do? I mean, I'm pretty sure that's the answer. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's a a huge driving force. I mean, it was always a driving force. Um, like one of my, one of my biggest fears in life is to not reach my like potential. And I know that's a silly driving force because I will never hit my potential because when I, when I hit one point, I'll always want more, but, um, it keeps me moving forward because I I saw my dad and his potential and all these amazing things he could have done, but, he was just held back by himself and that's something like that pushes me forward. I never want that. I have to keep pushing through. So his, his essence is my driving force.
0: You were very powerful. You know, you showed your power throughout this entire interview and, you know, we're so grateful for for you being here today. You know, I'm going to ask you some selfish questions before we, before we go. Mm-hmm. But uh,
2: what, what's okay. your
0: favorite ki- what's your favorite kick?
2: My favorite kick. Yep. Um. Depends on like for what? Um, for films or for
0: no 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 no, no 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 no. We're only talking about self- We're listen. You're talking a martial artists. We're talking about martial arts. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> favorite kick would be, <clears throat> I guess, the thing that I've always used in, like, sparring matches and stuff. is just a side kick, a nice little side kick off the front leg because I like keeping Loving. that distance. Yeah, and, um, y- you know, and if you're not comfortable with that, just a front kick. Just keep that distance. Um, that's probably one of my favorites. You can also put that to the kneecap or, you know, if you really want to get somebody down, don't do that. Don't fight people that are listening. Um, but yes, I think it's a it's a very effective uh very effective kick, just a side kick or or even a front kick.
0: I love a side kick, a front kick with a nice back kick. I just uh, all
2: right.
0: I'm a huge fan of that to sends somebody straight to the hospital. It's uh it's, those job. are nice moves there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you,
0: you, you, what, you, what can you tell me that you know some of the last kind of things that your father told you to kind of inspire you? As a person. There, were there some last things he told you. That, that inspired you as a person.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know if they were the last things he told me. Um, okay. But throughout like, his teachings and such. Um, uh, I guess the thing that I think about often. Is you can't. Uh, what does he say? When you look down. Like if you physically look down with your head. You can be sad all day. It's really easy to be sad. But right. if you put your head up, you look at the ceiling, try crying. It's very different. Keep your head up. Like, it's just a simple um, mechanical function of your body to keep your head up, to keep moving. Because you drown if you look why. up. Always... Yeah, 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 maybe. I mean, it's always stuck with me. Um, yeah. That And also the power of, like, visualization. Yeah. Um, I use that a lot. Like, he would take us through techniques of visualization and, like, just the power of that. Um, so I use that a lot. Um, gosh, so many things. Um, I don't know if I think of like, um, something he said, I'll, I'll tell you, but I think those are the most prominent.
0: You know, Ed Parker and Ed Parker Jr. Would be so proud to, to have been part of such a great family and to have instilled any part of the philosophy that they taught to such a great father and daughter team.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: There is no doubt in my mind. Well, you know, know, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. When you listen to Ed Parker Jr., you know, he's a great guy. Uh, He cares about the people who love his father and he's very protective over the people who yeah. cl- claim his name, as you will,
2: right? Of course.
0: You know what I mean. So he, he, yeah. he's very he's very protective over that stuff. You know, is is there something that that right now in your future that, that you want yourself? Do, do you do you want to direct?
2: Oh I mean, yeah, I, you, I I asked um, you
0: before. You know. do, do you want to direct?
2: I do. I I you know I already do a lot of film work. Like I I've been doing photography a long time. I I film a lot of previses. Um, and like I filmed some pre for Captain America Winter Soldier. I edit, I do some special effects. I, I love Shut creating, up. you know, I really? love telling stories. No. Yeah. I am. Um, I'm all about it. I edit like a mad woman. Um, it's all fun to me. And I, again, it's that creative freedom that I'm, that I'm searching for. So directing really, really suits that.
0: Right. What is it, what is it about you? You know, I mean, I, I can, I can tell the audience, that we're, that's listening to right now easily, easily what it is about you. But I want you to tell them what is it about you that makes people want to spend 12, 14, 16 to 18 hours a day with you. I mean, there's got to be something special about you that people want to spend that amount of time with you.
2: Hmm, I give them lots of drugs.
0: i doubt that
2: Uh, uh, um i don't know i think uh um i think i'm i'm a person who constantly tries to work towards the the greater community i'm a good team player um and i work really hard i suppose are the the main things and i um yeah I i respect people and i try to bring out the best in each person so, Let me ask your question yeah, are, are you are
0: you are you likable on set are you likable <laughs> do people like you
2: I mean you'll have to ask them but I I I I yes from what I know <laughs> Yes
0: Are you are you directable are you easily directable when the Russo brothers ask you a question are you directable
2: I I would hope so I think I have to be to be able to keep working or else they won't hire me um yes I Well pe- so. people
0: will people when people ask you to do an action, like do this, do this, do that, are you able to accomplish that deed?
1: Oh, of course, yes.
0: Okay, then that's that, that's a that's an answer. <laughs> Those are yeah. answers.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, I mean, so, I, so you're so you're I, directable, I you're directable, you're yes.
0: likable, and people people trust <laughs> you. <laughs> and people entrusting you their film. So that's what you were trying yes, to say, I... right?
2: Yeah, you can. Yes. Yes. I'm confident that I that I do a good job because I really care.
0: Yeah. Why do you care?
2: <sighs> that's a good question. Um, I mean, you know, some things I'll care more about than others. But I, I care because it's fun. It's um, re- I'm really happy that I get to do what I do for a living. It's something I've always wanted to do. And I care because entertainment is so powerful, so powerful. Mm. Um, it, and it can really help people. And uh, laughter is a great medicine. I mean, all these things are, you know, we're not, we're not rocket scientists or anything. But entertainment is important. And I think it's just um, something that I care about naturally because I love it. Um, right. I guess that's the best answer I have.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I loved talking to you, and I think the audience is obviously, you know, when I look at the line here, they're going crazy. It, it's obvious that they loved listening to you. You know, if I were, I'm going to ask you two selfish questions. I hope you don't mind. No. What did you think of Karate Kid?
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> What did I think of it? I mean, yeah. it's it's classic. Like, I mean, think, there's so many things that have that have come from that. Like, just the idea of the master and the the student. I mean, it was already done in other areas as well, but it's a classic. You know, that student teacher bond is is real, and it's nice to portray it. It's great. Did you watch it? Yeah. <laughs> did... <laughs> Why? I mean, i'm just asking is, is that, that was such a it? simple
1: answer
0: i'm like did you actually watch it oh
2: i know all my other answers are like
0: exactly and that was like the.
1: well it was
2: good <laughs>
0: i'm like really did you actually watch that film seriously yes. man yeah seriously yeah. man i mean that course. that part yeah. where he's crying about his wife and he's drunk you know that is that is the most terrifying scene. I mean, he was won an Oscar for that scene, by the way. Wait, uh, really? Pat Morita. Yeah, Pat Morita was, was nominated for an Oscar. Pat Morita and Karate Kid was nominated for two Oscars. For the first Oscar, it was for that scene right there, where he cried about his wife. And the second Oscar was for the music in the movie. So, yeah. when I watched that I'm first nowhere, film... Huh? Yeah, when, when I wa- most people are not. When I, when I watch that first film where he's crying about his wife, and he talks about her, and he's drinking whiskey, and he shares the whiskey with with uh, with Daniel's son, it br- it breaks my heart to watch a great master um, reveal himself in such a raw mm. way, and. Um, mm. So the the second film I would ask you is, have you watched Extraction?
2: Yeah, I did actually. I um I was hired by Netflix um to do like a a write up and breakdown of the stunts and like do a voiceover of it. Um and that's going to come get, out next week, so you'll get, get my whole, like, breakdown of it. Yeah. Get out of uh, here! Yeah, come on! <laughs> get out of here!
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Tell um, us something. So Tell us. It, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I uh, I really Look at, she, that look now, at you. I,
0: you you are such the busybody. You are such the hard I worker. I mean, come on. You, you I mean, if I had a daughter right now, I hope I wish to God she was you.
1: So oh, Well,
2: oh, so, thank you.
0: So tell me, tell me what did you think?
2: Um, so I think, you know, oh, God, I'm so incredibly proud of Sam Hargrave the director, you know, I I had worked with him a few times, and he was always a lovely human Where? to work with. And um, on Captain America Winter Soldier, he doubled, um, you know, Captain Shut America. Up. worked with him on, yeah, I worked with him on Suicide Squad. He, he's been a stunt performer for years and coordinator. Yeah, he's he's, he's amazing. Yeah, he's great. Um, And he's always been, you know, he went to film school. Like, he's always done his little, like, short films, and I think – he did a phenomenal job with the action on this film. Um, I mean, I'll talk about it for a while in the video coming out next week, but the Great. action was beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. What, did yeah. you like it?
0: Did I like it? I, felt, I mean, I cried yeah. three times when I watched the film. You know, I, I, I cried Aww. the first time I saw it. I cried the second time I saw it. I cried the third time I saw it.
1: <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And good. I've, I've had I've had lots of yeah. I've had lots of actors. I'm gonna have Hardgrave on very soon on my show. Okay. Um But I've had lots of actors and lots of coordinators that have been on the show and I I've asked them the same thing. Now let me ask you a question. Is he alive in the end or not? Is is what? Is he alive in the end or
2: oh, not? Is he alive in
0: the I end? I don't or not? I don't I don't I don't care who is listening right now? This is a, a okay. I was gonna say, yeah. A, a full reliever. You know, you shouldn't be listening to this if you don't want to know the ending of that film. Stupid. You know, watch the movie. Okay. You know. Anyways. <laughs> yeah,
1: I. I alive don't or think not? He's alive. I, yeah, you're wrong.
0: You're wrong. What? what? You're wrong. Why? How? He's, so? alive.
1: How?
0: he's alive. He's alive because How? I I believe it so. Because I want it to be so, yeah. Oh,
2: that's cute. There's no way Chris Hemsworth is
0: dead. I, I, I'm telling you right now, I will it to be. I will it to be so. Yeah, I know. Right right through the be another
2: one. Right through the
0: carotid, too. Right, right through the carotid.
2: Yeah, nasty. I, yeah, I I would say he's dead. He he looks pretty dead.
0: Right, right, right through the carotid, man, and it was a right epicenter. And it was a great ending, too, but I don't give a shit. Excuse my language, uh, guys. I, I don't really care. Uh, I think he's alive, and I wish him to be alive, <laughs> and I want a number two with him there. Um, whether it be yeah. a prequel. The, the Russo brothers are talking about a prequel right now, because oh. the, movie's obviously going to, the movies are obviously going to progress, because it's made so mm-hmm. much money, and so many people watched it. But uh, they're yeah, talking about a prequel really right now, but He's alive, and I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe c- they're doing
2: the prequel because maybe they're doing the prequel because you know they want to do another film film with Chris, and since he's dead, you know they got to go backwards. I don't
0: care. I don't yeah. care. I don't <laughs> care. He showed up. He showed up at that. <laughs> he showed up at that. <laughs> at that. Sw- at a swimming contest. He was there. He was standing right oh, there. Oh
2: my gosh. It's hilarious. Well, you know what? Good news. Good news. Chris Hemsworth is, is alive. He's not dead, uh, but you know, the character is definitely not, not alive.
0: I mean, you know, you know, what's interesting. It was a like, I don't know if you know the film Man on Fire by Denzel Washington.
1: Yeah, I do.
0: Oh, you, you know, the film by, by Tony Scott. Brilliant movie. It's yes. one of my favorite movies in the entire earth. And um, this film is exactly Man on Fire. I mean, almost exactly like Man of Fire. And,
1: hmm.
0: you know, when I look at Denzel, I mean, he's a goner. He's a goner. I mean, he's put so much of his blood into that movie by the end of the movie that he's just dead. He's got a bullet hole in his chest and one of his lung, one of his good lungs. He's a goner. But When I look at Chris Hemsworth, I mean, he looks so virile. He looks so alive. I, I know for the fact, which is funny, when you look at the film again, you'll see he had one last kill shot to, to the right of his lung, mm-hmm. just, like, just like Man on Fire, and then he gets a shot oh. to the neck. Yeah, yeah, interesting. yeah.
1: Yeah. I I, interesting, kind of interesting,
0: isn't it, right? Nice. You, yeah, right. Yeah, You'll see the connection later. <laughs> but uh you know <laughs> But I don't know. I I just right. I just don't want to you know the the fact that the to think Chris Hemsworth dying is like um thinking the marshmallows are 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 just like cotton.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough.
0: I, Fair I enough. don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm just a weakling. Uh, maybe I've just watched Endgame maybe three thousand times. Too many times.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Every but, movie always like turns out good, right? Everybody comes back. But it's okay. You know, oh, we can have a. We can have. A death I know. Ending.
0: I'll let it. I'll, yeah. I'll, uh, no.
2: You will not let it
0: go. <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> I won't <laughs> let it go. I swear to God, yeah, I won't I let it go. So. <laughs> I won't let it go. He's alive. He's alive He's and uh, he was fine. And somebody was there to like capture him at the end. And somebody like caught him by the neck and did emergency surgery on him. And he was okay.
2: Yeah. Sam, yeah. You'll have to ask Sam about that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, God. I wish I'm so. I, I wish I'm right. I, I think you're more right than I am. I really do. I think you're more right than I am. But I'm going to hold on to my like little wishful dream, little wishful thoughts. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Wish- I mean, not. I...
2: Yeah,
1: that's that's
0: healthy. <laughs> that's that's healthy. That's that's the yeah, least healthy the thing you can do.
2: And...
1: <laughs>
0: that's the now least healthy
2: thing. Dreams and hopes and dreams. And... <laughs> hopes and you're
0: that son of a bitch is dead. You're good you give me hopes and dreams. <laughs> so I mean, Yeah. So so you you were you were um asked by Netflix to write a, a write up about this film.
2: Yeah, I was with a um company that my friend works with. My friend is Darren Bailey. So we, we co wrote this. We each picked five stunts and we wrote about them and then did a voiceover. Um just breaking down what we liked about the stunts. So we got the right. film maybe like a couple weeks before it was out and got to watch it and study it. Um, and yeah, it's been, we've been waiting on getting this video out, but it should be out next week. So I'm excited to see how it turned out. And if I got, I'm always worried about sounding ridiculous. I never, you know, it's hard to, you will
0: not things, sound I'm worried ridiculous.
2: about those things.
0: No, uh, you, you know, are. not. You're an incredibly articulate human being. I find it very, very hard to believe that you'll sound ridiculous. Now, did, did did you talk about just this film or did you talk about other films?
2: Uh, this was just for extraction. It was a breakdown of the stunts for extraction.
0: Oh. So you th- mm-hmm. you, ju- you just think that sucker's dead, huh? <laughs>
2: You've back to that already. I thought you'd give yeah, it like a break, I, but yeah. I know. I mean, no.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> You thought I would give it a break? Nope.
1: <laughs> Not oh, at all. Boy. So. Oh <laughs> uh, well. So, <laughs> okay. so your
0: your future is going great. Going great for you. You've got a lot of things going on for you, from Netflix to your your YouTube channel to your books. To your stunts, I mean, God, you worked with some amazing human beings. I cannot wait to to, to to watch your future. Let me ask you a question here. If there's a person in Wyoming, just a small person in Wyoming, I mean, trust me, you've lived quite a, a, a big life for being so young. There's a per there's a girl in Wyoming that wants to grow up to be She's seen your life, and she wants to be similar like you. What advice do you have for her?
2: Hmm. Similar like me and just like my career? I
0: know. Just similar like you.
2: Um, gosh, I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I mean, if they wanted to get into the industry, you know, maybe try my book because... That's why I made it, because a lot of people ask me how to get into the industry, and I just wanted to give them that. So if they're wanting to get into the industry from another town or a small town, um, that's a good starting point. Um, as far as just career stuff, like if you wanted to be an action actress or, you know, do anything in film, I would just say, you know, study it. Actually understand it. Like watch Watch any behind-the-scenes footage you can. Learn how to use a camera. Learn how to edit. Learn how to make your own films. Just create. Um, It's, you know, a lot of times we all get in our heads and we want to, you know, be perfect. And I've been there so many times and I have to constantly um, let myself know that, you know, progress is better than perfection, right? Like, just just get it done because you're going to learn from that. You're going to get better and eventually get to where you want to be. But just create. Just do. Um do what you love and see where that takes you.
1: Hm. Hmm. What is I what?
0: <laughs> is there something about being likable that they should worry about or being is there something they should focus on about working with other people?
1: And of social skills and moms.
0: exactly, exactly. <laughs>
2: hmm. I mean, gosh, that's so ingrained in their upbringing of just childhood and what they've been taught. And
0: I, I I don't want these. I don't want these girls to grow up to be yeah. normal, just like you didn't grow up to be normal. Like I want them yeah. to grow up like you. Tell them how to oh grow God. up.
2: Like,
0: tell them how to grow up like you. Oh
2: my. I think um, I think it was a, you know, my mom did a great job. My dad was fun. My brother was great. Martial arts was a huge part of it. It taught me discipline, um, self-worth, self-respect, uh, respect in general. I just so many, so many great things, I guess, I can attribute to martial arts. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody's so different. They have such a different past. It's hard to really give one answer. Um, no, you give a perfect answer. I think, okay, Go ahead. Keep I them really going think keep on going. That, yeah, oh God, I really think that just finding something that you truly love to do is is everything in the world, because you know if you if you grew up broke and you're you're constantly searching for money, and that's your driving force a lot of times, and gosh, it's just money is nice, but it's such a beautiful feeling to um feel like yourself, to feel like right. yourself expressing yourself through what you love. Like that's everything. That's the foundation of, of life for me. So if you can find something you love and have that like fuel, that will kind of help you just in general, I think. Um, and it's possible to, to do what you love, you know, how can people, how can, it, how can
0: young women have the fuel that you have to, to have done the things that you've done in your career so far?
2: How can they have that fuel if they want it? I just want it. Um, I. It's just, you just got to want it. Some people are fine to be comfortable and, and not have that. It's just, um, you just got to want it. If you want it, you'll get it. If you don't get it, if you don't try it, you probably don't want it.
0: True answers from a true person. Yeah. Tell me, Amy Johnson, you know, we were blessed to have you on our show today. And thank you so much for sharing your time with us and and for taking the time out for us. How can people reach you? How can people search for you in order to see the next up and comings of your career?
2: Thank you. It's been such a lovely time chatting with you. Really, really great. Um, Let's see. You can find me on social media at Amy E. Johnston. You can Google Amy Johnston and find me on YouTube or my website. I'm around. Just don't mistake me for the pink Power Ranger, Amy Johnson. I have a T in my last name.
0: <laughs> uh, is that
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> That's it? That's, yes. your yes.
2: That's your plug? That's your plug? Oh, my plug. My plug. I mean, I feel like I've, yeah, you know, if you're interested in me, that I'm on social media and, um, you know, uh, you could check out my book if you're interested or. YouTube, I have a ton of like health stuff and, and fitness videos on YouTube. So I don't know. That's well, I don't, talk. I don't, I don't know
0: if, I don't know if my ass is kicking in, but you have been one of the most entertaining guests I've had on a, in a very long time. Maybe it's because I'm a martial artist and you know, you asked me about martial artists and we just started talking about it. Uh, but you are the most interesting and, uh, and, uh, and special human being that I've spent that I've spent time with in a very long time
2: thank you I I, I mean I'm gonna have to go back and check your other ones and see if you tell that to everyone
0: (laughs) yeah I don't I don't think Um, you're gonna find I don't think you're gonna find that anywhere my friend I think you're gonna say I I thought you were great and you know I think you were fantastic and this was a great episode but I don't think you're gonna hear the way I just spoke to you you're a very special human being and uh The fact that you asked me about my martial art experience was very special, but we were able to share things about each other's life. And you remind me of a lot of people that I, that I, that I grew up with, a lot of people that I have in my life. And uh, you are a great human being.
1: Yeah.
0: And I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to watch your future blossom. Uh, You have so many things going for you from your books to YouTube by the way, guys, her, her view on extraction, he's so alive, her view on extraction, she's got a lot of things going for her. Please keep your eyes, keep, keep your eyes on Amy Johnston. She is fantastic. She's an amazing human being, somebody to watch for, somebody to listen to, and somebody to admire. Thank you so much for joining oh, us today. Man, I got-
2: I got to take you everywhere. Thank you. I got to (laughs) take you everywhere. You're going to be my best hype man. Thank you
0: so much. I'm going to give you the clap track out, you know, because I I, I sincerely can talk to you for another hour because we can talk about martial arts and kicks and all kinds of stuff for like another hour, but I have to let you go. But thank you so much for joining us today and God bless you. And, And I only hope the best for you. Sincerely, I only hope the best for you and for a very bright future.
2: Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Same to you. Really, really appreciate you.
0: Clap track out for you. Woo! Amy Johnston. The great Amy Johnston. Bye, girl. You have a great day.
2: Thank you. You too. Take care. Bye.
0: Now, that person is amazing. You know, uh, <laughs> we have spoken to a s- like hundred people thus far. Ed Parker Jr., you know, which was connected to her. We talked to, we're, t- we're, we're going to talk to, Eddie, uh, you know, Benny the Jet Arquitas very soon. And, but we've talked to so many people that are connected to her. To listen to her talk about her father. To listen to her talk about her brother. To listen to her talk about martial arts. To listen to her talk about her upbringing. To listen to her talk about how much she cares about what she does. Is absolutely amazing. It shows why she's successful. It shows why she will be successful. And it shows why she will be in charge one day. When she talks about the Russo brothers, she's intelligent. When she talks about the action, she is there and present. When she talks about Chris Hemsworth's film, she knows the articulation of how she feels what she feels, and where it goes. Where are you going to find that in a human being? She is amazing. She's an amazing human being. We're nothing but blessed to have her on our show today. Amy Johnson, so, thank you so much for being on our show today. You blessed us. We're all better people for having you on our show today. You made my day a better day for having you on our show. I'm smiling right now. I'm grateful. Because we're all better right now, aren't we? Aren't we all? He told us about our favorite kick. She told told us about her father, how much she loved him, how much he inspired her, where she is today, how much she cares about the world that she lives in, how much she cares about the people that are around her. Lady Blood Fight. Lady Blood Fight. Lady Blood Fight. Watch that tonight, guys. On Instagram. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) Excuse me. On Netflix. Not on Instagram. And you'll see something special. She's an incredibly special human being, and she graced us with her presence today, and I appreciate it so much. What a great day! We got to talk about martial arts, Captain America Civil War, Captain America. American Wonder Soldier. A lot of films by the Russo Brothers there. they are both connected. It was our honor, our pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much for being here with us today. We loved you. We appreciate you. We can't wait to have you on again. And to all of you, I want you to remember, these are the days of reflection. Read that book, write that book. Watch that movie, write that movie. Person. Come out of this world as a better person. What's the reason for us to be in this mess if not to come out as a better person? Be a good person. Reach out to the people you love. Make sure you know that you reached out. Make sure they know that you love them, regardless if they reach out to you. Make sure you watch Lady Blood Fight. Make sure you watch Captain America Winter Soldier. Make sure you know Amy Johnson was our guest today. Make sure you know that these are the days that we need to be careful and we need to be better people. I love you all. This has been Cinema Files Radio. I'm your old Steve Pisa. Be safe, be well.